party people! Welcome once again to the Party of One podcast, the actual play RPG podcast where the gaming table is always set for two. I am your host as always, Jeff Stormer. This week on the show, I am joined by podcaster, game designer, and all-around wonderful human being Alex Roberts for a playthrough of her new game, Starcrossed. Starcrossed is a two-player role-playing game about forbidden passions. It is a game about what happens when you really, really want to and really, really shouldn't. It uses a classic tumbling wood tower game to simulate the mounting tension between two players. Every moment of physical interaction or emotional intimacy is coupled with pulling a brick from the tower until the tower inevitably falls. Feelings are revealed, and players navigate what happens after. Starcross is launched on Kickstarter on today, April 10th, and has already funded, and you should absolutely go back it, because this game is incredible. It is a beautiful example of the kinds of deeply personal, deeply intimate, sometimes charming, sometimes painful, powerful stories that we can tell, not just with two-player role-playing games, but with role-playing games in general. It's really good. All of which is to say, you should check the show notes, learn more about the game, and go back it. And with all that out of the way, let's start over to me in the past so that he can get started with the show. Take it past me. Thanks, future me. This week, I'm sitting down once again with Alex Roberts. Alex, thank you so much for coming back on Party of One. Oh my gosh, I'm so happy to be back. I guess first, why don't you uh, reintroduce all of the amazing work that you do? Uh, talk about all the cool stuff you've got going on that you want listeners to know about. Mm, um, I'm trying to think of all the things that I'm involved in right now. I uh, I make games. I Right now, I'm working for Bully Pulpit Games, who made like Fiasco and Night Witches in the Warren. Um, I do like admin stuff and marketing stuff for them behind the scenes. Uh, and they are also going to publish a game that we will talk about. We will in talk a about it in a that moment. I designed. Uh, I'm also working on a couple of other games that I haven't really talked much about publicly yet. Uh, I also write for a lot of other games. Uh, so I do that kind of freelancing stuff. Um, I write about games for outlets like Waypoint and Zeal. And, uh, those are the things that I can think of right now. Oh, wait, no. <laughs> I do a podcast called Backstory on the One Shot Network, and I'm totally in love with that project. It's a series of interviews with game designers as well as community organizers and scholars and other people who are just doing really interesting work that's kind of on the cutting edge of both RPG and LARP. Excellent, excellent, excellent. Uh, I highly recommend Backstory. It is a fantastic podcast with a lot of fantastic interviews. Um, And you mentioned the game that we are going to be playing this week. Uh, This week, we are playing a game called Starcrossed. Uh, Or as people may formerly know it, uh, Tension. That's right. So we had the development name Tension. And depending on when this episode comes out, this may be like one of the big reveals of when... of. um, of our new exciting to market name for it, which it's, is Starcrossed. It's a very good name. Thank you so thing. much because it's about it's about two people who are incredibly attracted to each other and want to be together, but they have some compelling reason why they cannot. They really, really want to, but they really, really shouldn't. Is yes. I believe the marketing pitch that I read, <laughs> uh, and yeah. it's a really good pitch, and I'm so unbelievably excited. I'm especially excited because I'm looking at the tumbling wood tower in front of me, mm-hmm. and uh, uh, I'm very excited because I know that the mechanics are based on pulling blocks from this tumbling wood tower. Yes, that's right. So the project actually started many years ago as a hack of the horror game dread uh and since then uh it's spiraled out of control and took over my life and really (laughs) as as these projects are wont to do (laughs) yes they'll do that Uh, so now it's this game's two player and uh, you play out a series of scenes about these two people and their relationship uh, as they grow closer and closer 
and you do these very constrained things that are called moves. And when one of your moves uh, increases the interaction between the two people, you have to pull a brick from this tower of 54 equally sized rectangular wooden bricks. And so you keep doing that. And if the tower falls before the final scene is over, then you act on your feelings. And what that means and what that looks like is up to you. And the consequences of that are dependent upon how many bricks you have pulled. So if you only pulled a few bricks and the thing topples over, things, you know, it might not have been the right time Mm -hmm. or the right situation. It can be kind of sad. Mm -hmm. But if you've pulled like 20 bricks, it's kind of like, damn the world, Mm -hmm. damn everything. We're just going to be together. We don't care anymore. And uh, and you ride off into the sunset. And there's many different places in between. Uh, and that's not a win or lose thing. It's just sure. a sort of tragedy scale. It's, the where, it's where the story goes. Exactly. There's no winners or losers. Um, yeah, so that's that's kind of the bare bones of how the game works. I'm I'm so excited to dive in. I don't know if you know what a sucker I am for will they, won't they star-crossed lover stories, but like I've been <laughs> waiting to play this game for a very long time. Oh, I'm really excited to share it with you then. So let's dive in. I know the first thing that we do, and one of the things I really like about uh, Starcrossed from listening to it um, on podcasts, like she's a super geek and elsewhere and just hearing the pitch of it, is that it can be played in like really any setting or any time, any place that with just two people that really, really want to and really, really shouldn't. Exactly. So what we will do first is uh, is take this card. Take the X card. That has a beautiful X on it. Uh, the X card is our friend who helps us tell the best story possible and have the most fun game possible. So I will set this card between us. And if either of us suggests something, either as we're building the world and our characters and what happens throughout all the way through to the epilogue of our characters. If there's anything that you need to just nope out of that you don't want in play, you tap this card and it is gone. And it's just that easy. And you don't have to explain. You can if you want to. doesn't matter. Uh, but as we go through, uh, everything that will happen is co-created. Mm-hmm. And everything that will happen is just suggested and mm-hmm. asked. And we can suggest things about our characters or the other character, uh, things in the world. And we will use our words like, uh, is this okay with you? Mm-hmm. Does this sound all right to you? Um, I'm really excited about this. Are you? And remember to give your co-player feedback. We mm-hmm. will tell each other things like, I love this. Let's have way more of that. Or that could be okay if we change this one part. Sure. Or whatever the case may sure, be. Sure, sure, sure. So let's start thinking about two questions. One, what has brought us together? Sure. Because we need a reason for our characters to not only be into each other, but to find that attraction sort of unavoidable. Right. We cannot just ignore each other. Right, it right, cannot right. be that simple. Uh, and we also need a reason why we can't just jump each other. Sure, <laughs> we sure, can't sure. just act on it. So there's, uh, there's some kind of relationship that we have, and there's some kind of relationship that we want but can't have. Sure. Uh, do you have any thoughts for the first question, which I guess will define a lot of like the when and where and who of it? Because I was thinking as the person that designed the game, like, <laughs> what do you want to play? Oh my gosh. So I've played in space a lot. I tend to go to space. Uh, so like I've been the AI of a space station. I've been one of the last humans in the galaxy who's falling in love with an alien and risks losing her human community. Um, I've played like, 
uh, you can be the only two human researchers on a space station who just happen to be married back on Earth. Um, so space is pretty good. Uh, but you can also do like a really everyday kind of just like, um, you know, two people who just shouldn't, you know, whether mm-hmm. it's like I'm your boss and you're my employee or uh, I'm your kid's teacher or mm-hmm. um, we are divorced. We have a pretty good relationship and we're still just like kind of attracted right. to each other, but we know that like it would really just like mess up our family mm-hmm. and mess up the kids if we made a disastrous attempt at getting back together. So we need to resist our urges. Oh my gosh, you know what someone played last night? What's that? Okay. Two people who I ran this for last night played the god and goddess whose union created the world. And if they were to ever reunite, the world would be ended. That's the prophecy. That's really good. So a a cadre of evil gods conspired to get them together because they wanted to bring about this sort of Ragnarok type situation. That's so good. And so to do this, they cursed them to human forms because humans are weak. Oh my goodness. Humans are controlled by the flesh. Oh my goodness. And so, (laughs) yeah, so they were like cursed to earth and to live in mortal bodies. And uh, yeah, it was good. Um, Yeah. So I have a pitch. I've been thinking about, I have a pretty specific pitch that kind of touches on why, on uh, what brings them together and what keeps them apart. Um, And it is because I am a Mm -hmm. self-parody. It involves an art form that I'm passionate about called professional wrestling. And I have a very particular pitch for you. Okay. Um, In the... Though there are reports going back to like the 30s that wrestling, that people were in on the idea that wrestling was a stage performance. Uh, in the in the olden days, before it kind of became like an open admission of like, this is a stage show, they were very specific about protecting the illusion. Mm. And they were very specific about protecting the illusion that the baby faces, the heroes, and the heels, the villains hated each other. Right. They hated each other's guts. So they forced, like, performers were, were made to, like, fly in different planes, mm. stay in different hotels. They couldn't interact. But, like, these were all performers that were friends, right? Like, they were performing oh. together in this art form. Right. But they were specifically like, no, you're a heel. You have to be, like, on this other, you have to be in this other hotel. And if you see each other in public, you have to like go for each other's throats and like present the idea that you hate each other. Right. Because that's how we sell the show. Mm -hmm. So my pitch is uh, in sometime in the 60s or 70s, two wrestlers, one a baby face and one a heel, Mm -hmm. who are, uh, you know, they, uh, what brings them together is the fact that they are booked in matches against one another. Right. And what keeps them apart is, well, I'm a baby face and I'm a heel. We have to stay in different hotels. You know, we have different, Mm-hmm. lifestyle like we are different <laughs> lives we have to be kept apart yeah okay let me i i like that we are professional wrestlers okay. and i like that one of us uh face one of the heel let's play with the specifics of our arrangement because okay. i would i would like it if we actually have to spend a lot of time in close quarters because uh otherwise like we won't be able to have scenes yeah. together if we're like um separate all the time okay so it's super important that we have something where we're kind of like forced to be together but like oh this is this thing i'm doing with my hands is not very illustrative to your listeners but uh we have to be this close right, right, but we right. can't be this close um so yeah 
we can just change history and ignore it. Yeah, I, I think that's fair. Yeah, like, yeah, I, I, yeah, let's, I mean, we can, yeah, we can even make it sort of a more modern thing where we're just kind of, we are, we travel together. Mm-hmm. But like, if we succumb to our feelings, if we make our feelings known to each other, it might complicate the performance. Okay, yes, because that's the thing. It can't just be forbidden to other people, right? right? It's got to be within us, like, it's, regardless of external consequences. If, if I am the baby face and I, I, reveal that i have feelings for the heel i can't i can't say the things that i or like if i'm the heel i can't be as vicious as i want to be to the baby face yeah. because i care about like i've established a a, a mutual caring and i can't yeah. i can't be relentlessly evil and likewise i can't you know be virtuous and indignant if mm-hmm. i if to someone that like is going to make me smile just by seeing them i can't scowl at them and- yeah absolutely and then if we have that kind of intimate relationship whether it's romantic or whatever if we allow ourselves to have that kind of relationship then that will be at stake every time we mm-hmm. fight and we are both so committed to this thing that we love mm-hmm. i mean especially back in the day like people did that because they were just completely in love with it. Not for mm-hmm. any other reason. Cause you destroyed your body. Mm-hmm. You made no money. I almost, so. <laughs> I almost wonder, uh, would you be interested in like making it modern day where it is something that is not as where it's more of a niche art form. So the people doing it are doing it not for, and not, there are people doing it specifically because it doesn't pay great, but I'm doing this because it is the thing that I have grown up watching and it is the thing that like burns in my heart. Sure. Yeah. Can we do like, um, so like, I don't know that much about like modern, like WWE. Can we do it like nineties where everybody yes. has like tood? Yeah. Okay. I'm okay. fine. I'm completely fine being <laughs> extremely nineties. Okay. Perfect. Uh, I'm going to, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to bust out my, my ripped acid wash jeans, really bring it up around the knee. Uh, I'm going to bust out my shirt that's got a, it's got a, it's a big dog shirt. Oh, so it's no. got the flexing dog and the sunglasses. It's a, it's a real good look. <laughs> I'm going to wear my high, high pants. Yep. Yep. <laughs> okay, cool. My I'm, wallet, I'm, my wallet chain is on. I've got my Bret Hart sun, my Bret Hart wraparounds. Oh yeah. It's a good look. Oh, okay. I've made so many Bret Hart wraparound sunglasses jokes on podcasts. <laughs> it's one of those things that just hits me that like, it's my immediate go-to for <laughs> cool. <laughs> okay, so yeah. we're very cool. I'm into this. I'm very Heel and baby into, face. Into and we're not just worried about what would happen to our careers. We're also worried about what would happen to our ability. Yeah, we couldn't. To, to hurt each other a little bit. And I bit. think that we almost, I, I, uh, I, I feel like it would be very good if, and it would help us feel like we, it would compromise things if we were specifically like, well-known adversaries. Oh, yeah. People that are just constantly, like... For years and years and years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Neither of us have ever done a turn. Like, yeah, neither of us have ever... Yeah. Keep butting yeah. heads. We keep, like, running into each other. Yeah. And we're, like, mainliners, like, or yeah. headliners or whatever it could be called. Like, people come to see yes. our, our just ferocious We are anger. on the posters, like, yeah, yeah. scowling at each other. <laughs> yes, yeah, like, facing each other. Yeah. Yep. yep. Okay, cool. I'm this down with good. this. I'm in. I'm down I'm with this. I'm 100% in. Okay. Uh, so, uh, we know what we want to be. We have the more or less answers to our questions. The next thing that we have to do is take a note from partner dancing okay. and choose someone to be the lead and someone to be the follow. Okay. So when you dance, when you do tango or swing or blues, um, you take on complementary but asymmetrical roles called lead and follow. So there's a lead role and a follow role in this game. 
Now, mechanically, the most important difference to know is that the lead, remember I talked about moves? Yes. The lead will do the first move okay. at the beginning of each scene. So we'll establish together, we'll decide sure. what's happening and what's going on, but then the lead will will go first. And is that consistent through the whole game? Yeah, okay. every single cool. scene. Cool. But the follow is the one who, so like if, if the lead is saying action, the, the follow is the one who says cut. Okay, The sure. follow is the one who decides okay, that's where we end the scene. Got it. And got it, got only it. the follow can do that. Okay. All right. <laughs> uh, so that that's the biggest thing. But the other thing is how often they can use certain kinds of moves. Okay. So generally speaking, the lead tends to act intentionally. Okay. So when the lead acts, more often than not, they will do so in a way where what they are trying to do is obvious. They, uh, so for example, if I were to touch you intentionally, mm -hmm. I would reach over and put my hand on your arm. It's clear what I was trying to do and clear that I did it. Sure. Uh, but the follow tends to act unintentionally. So maybe I would just walk by you and our uh, shoulders would brush mm -hmm. against each other. Uh, and so we've touched, but like, did I mean to do that? What did I mean by it? Uh, was it sort of accidental? Do I do I even know what my intention was? So I tend to act. Uh, the, the follow would tend to act more like that. Okay. Um, and the two things that you, the two moves that um, increase intimacy and that involve like pulling from the tower are touching and revealing. Okay. So if you, when you reveal something personal, whether it's information, verbal, or whether it's something else that's sure. more abstract, uh, you can also do that intentionally or unintentionally, right? So you you. So, you know, we're having a conversation and you raise your voice very suddenly at, a, at mm -hmm. something that kind of unintentionally reveals how strongly you feel yeah, about right, that. Right. As where uh, to do so intentionally would be more like, um, you know, well, I just got out of a really bad breakup and I just don't see myself in that kind of relationship sure. again. Like you've revealed direct, something personal. Direct, it's clear uh, what yeah. you're trying to do. So the lead can only do those two things unintentionally once per game. Okay. Uh, as where they can do the other two things as much once, as per, uh, once per scene. Got it. And the follow, it's reversed. They okay. can act unintentionally for both of those things once per scene each, and they can only do those things intentionally once per game. So they, okay. those tend to be dramatic moments sure, when sure, they sure. do that switch, that turn. Those are the big, the big reveals. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. So... Gotcha. So those are lead and follow. Are you drawn to either of those? I think I think I'm drawn to being the lead. I think I, I think I I think I'm drawn to being a little more direct and a little more out in the open. That's perfect. All right. I love being a follow. Uh, so you can just take a minute to go through okay. the, the moves and you'll see uh, what your options are and how you act. So describing your character's movements is a move. Describing a detail in their environment mm -hmm. is a move. So describing your character's movements is like, uh, uh, okay, so I get up from the chair and I'm very abrupt, and and you know the, the chair kind of scoots behind me, but I stand for stand still for a moment, like I'm hesitating or something, but then I briskly walk out of the room. Mm -hmm. Like that's an example. Sure. Uh, describing a detail in the environment would be more like, uh, you know, they're sitting there in silence for a moment. And it's just that perfect time of day where that really kind of golden light streams in from in between the blinds and uh, the room is just at its most beautiful at, at this time of day. 
you know, whatever. And mm-hmm. you could go on and on in as much or as little detail as you want. So those two are moves that you can do like as many sure. times as you want in a scene. Uh, and then touching the other character once per scene. Uh, you can reveal something personal once per scene. And then you have the two that you can do once per game where you, we do that switch around yeah, intentional right. and unintentional. Cool. Uh, um, okay, so we each have some questions. Oh, sorry, you had other things to say. The last thing that I should tell you about making moves is that during your move, if you want, your character can talk. Okay. So every single time it's like your turn to make a move you have to make one of those moves Mm -hmm. but you can like a little icing on top add some dialogue and your character cannot talk outside of on your move while you're doing it touching the tower okay so you can only speak while you're touching the tower you can't just sit there and talk back and forth chat 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 yeah uh yeah so you will notice that it is very easy at first right Mm -hmm. look i'm just poking this tower and it's totally fine yeah uh and oh no, you can't let your hand rest on the table. Ah. Okay. Yeah. You have to be, take a little bit of a risk. Got it. Got it. And got you'll it. notice that dialogue tends to get riskier and mm-hmm. riskier and riskier yes, it as will. the game goes on. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm digging this game already. <laughs> I'm extremely excited. So that's, okay, great. You're on board. So we have some questions to answer, uh, some additional questions on our sheet. Should we go over those? Yeah. So okay. the, the top question is... Who am I? So which one of us is the heel and which one of us is the face? Do you feel strongly about being one? Do you feel strong about playing evil or playing good in a certain? Ooh, I don't know. Um, I think I'd be okay with either. How do you, how do you feel about it? Uh, I kind of feel like I really enjoy playing evil, especially like, especially like in the particular way that wrestling heels are evil where it's, yeah. oh, it's, it's unbelievably over the top. Mustache there's, twirling. There's yeah. something. There's something pure about that. So I kind of think I'm the. I am more than happy to be the baby face, and if we need names, we can come up with them later. Right. As we need them. Uh, what is my most attractive feature? Uh, I think my most attractive feature is I am. I think I'm ripped. I think I have like an eight pack of abs. Okay, so you're like the full on like wrestling has discovered bodybuilding yes. we're all oily now kind of thing yeah, you're on I'm top in, of that yeah okay great i think i i think i was i think i i think i was brought in a bodybuilder who was brought in and been like <laughs> they put a leather jacket on me and gave me like a crowbar and said like you're evil you're now. done you're like okay yeah okay i don't great. think i don't think i'm the most athletically gifted wrestler i think i just am wonderful to look at okay that's wonderful okay put your buffosity on under what is my most attractive feature I'm specifically writing buffosity <laughs> and uh i'm going to put um I'm going to put my beautiful, beautiful hair. Yeah. I've just got this golden, I'm going to write golden mane specifically. Golden mane of uh, perfectly conditioned Mm -hmm. hair. Beautiful 90s. My feather. feather. (laughs) I'm a hunk. Yep. So the next question is, what are two things about me that I don't realize are attractive? So let's swap sheets. Let's do it. This question is answered by your partner, not by you. So what what do you not realize take your time i bungled the writing of it a little bit but i will explain it i'll figure it out okay so i have the two things about me that i don't realize are attractive are an air of nobility slash honesty you play a baby face well in that like people see you and they're like yeah yeah 
They're being honest. Like they're, I trust them. Oh boy. I trust him. I trust him implicitly. <laughs> and then the other thing is my underappreciated sense of humor. Because yeah. <laughs> I, I think it's, I, I, I think it is that, you know, you know, you being the, the baby face, you're very like stern in mm-hmm. the ring. And so people don't appreciate that, like, you are a lot of fun to be around. Right, right. Like, off, off camera. Yeah, I'm backstage, you're very, you're very silly, and people don't get a chance to see that. Aw, I really like that. And the two things about me that are attractive that I don't realize is the way I get embarrassed when I don't know something, <laughs> and my enthusiasm for things that I love. I'm a big fan of both of these. This is good. Yay. This is real good. Okay, wonderful. So the next two questions, uh, we will just quickly answer mm-hmm. what has brought us together and what is keeping us apart. So just think about those in your own words, like right. from your character's perspective. So, oh, what's it? What's like a wrestling league called? Uh, like a federation? Federation, that's the word. Okay. So the last question that we have to answer is, why is that important to me? Okay. So... In the like abstract theoretical, mm-hmm. okay, it would be bad for our careers. It sure. would be, it would whatever. Um, but spend some time thinking about why does this seem not okay to maybe me personally? Sure. Or what about this would make me hesitate if I was in this situation? This is a question that I mean, we're playing relatively silly, but mm-hmm. this game can get like oh, for sure. really serious and. I would like you to have some connection such that you don't just want to sure, knock the tower yeah. over the second that we start. Although that is something you can do, by the way, you can I've, knock the tower over whenever you want. I've got, I've got, I think I've got, I mean, I've got my answer. Oh, okay. All right. L- lay it down. Yeah. Just uh, so what's keeping us apart or what's keeping us to what's brought us together is we're booked as rivals. We are booked. We're on the road together. What's keeping us apart is like, I can't, I can't hurt someone I love. Mm. I can't, do what I do. I can't do this job if it is against someone that I have feelings for. So you're hiding these feelings from, from yourself. Myself. And why is that important to me? Because I've put myself through to, because, oh no, I've actually got a way, oh. because people doubt me. People have doubted because I'm a bodybuilder turned wrestler. Oh. People have doubted me. And I'm going to prove them wrong and be the best at this. Oh, jeez. Um, oh man. Okay. Give me a second, right. but edit it. So it seems like yeah, I just yeah. came over oh, right sure. away. <laughs> so, uh, why is this so important to me? Uh, because this is all I have. Oh, my identity as a wrestler and specifically as like the good guy. Mm-hmm. And as someone who can put my feelings aside and just be this person, it's all I have economically. I can't mm-hmm. imagine myself doing anything else to, mm-hmm. su- to support myself. And it's my only source of, like, self-esteem and, like, mm-hmm. belief in myself and, like, anything. Like, this is completely who I am. And the idea of doing anything that even compromises it is, like, again, something that I just mm-hmm. can't even allow into my own mind. That's real good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's real good. Okay. All right. Great. Great. So, that's good. Um, we have decided who we are. We've tied ourselves into mm-hmm. this world, tied ourselves. Uh, so let's just prime the tower. Let's do it. We're each going to pull three bricks before we okay. start. So rules of tumbling block tower. Only ever touch it with one hand at a time. Okay. Don't pass from hand to hand. Sure. Uh, but 
you can poke and explore and prod and look around as much as you want. Okay. You are not committed to a brick just because you touched it. Got it. Just do whatever. Um, you can pull from below one completed row. Got it. So see, I could pull from here, mm -hmm. but not from here. Like from yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, those are the okay. rules. Okay. I'm going to pull. All right. That is one row. Reach pulling three. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, I'm going to pull from this side. I think this one right here is moving. All right. That is four. That is four bricks pulled. That is brick number five. It all comes down to this. <laughs> no. Now, these are practice pulls, so if it falls over, we just start again. All right. We have pulled six bricks. Perfect. Tower is primed. Excellent. We are ready to go. We are ready to go. So, uh, as I said, this... Uh, oh, before I get into scenes. So, remember I was talking about the epilogue table? Yes. And what will determine where we end up with that. Right. Um, just note that there are little, see the little squares on your character sheet? Yes. So whenever you do those moves, they require you to pull. Okay. So just mark off those little things. Got and it. that's what will add up at the end. That will determine our attraction scores. Got so it. Like, yeah. Got it, got it, got it. Now, I also mentioned that this game is a series of up to eight yes. scenes. We will put these out on the table okay. and they will inspire what this scene is going to be about. Or this, the prompt will represent the sort of emotional high point of the scene, mm -hmm. or it will just give us ideas, right? Don't be constrained by these. Be inspired by them. Mm -hmm. Scene one is an introduction. Okay. Um, this is in between shows. We are traveling. Uh, I think that our... Can we be on like a big bus? Or is that how they go to, yeah, from place yeah, to yeah. place? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I actually yeah, did. No, like, I think I, Big Bus is good. I was, because okay. I, I think, because the important thing to me mm -hmm. is just that we be traveling between cities mm -hmm. and that we have a new wrestler with us that we okay. are kind of like showing the ropes to. They're mm -hmm. asking us a lot of questions. Okay. He's like, you know, he's a rookie and he's kind of like okay. attached himself to us to like get the feel of things. Mm -hmm. And. So, yeah, we're in a crowded bus. We're kind of all there. There are people sleeping. There are people writing in their journals. There's, mm -hmm. like, just people, you know, unwinding. Mm -hmm. People icing, icing bruises. It's a lot of, like, <laughs> post-show stuff. Just, you know, just guys being guys. It's guys cool. being guys. It's cool. And there is this young guy, and he is kind of, like, almost as though it were a school bus. He's holding on to the tops of the seat. Aww. And he's kind of like peeking over and the two of us are seated next to each other. Mm -hmm. And he is just grilling us with questions. And uh, I'm going to make a move. I've got to move. Okay, yeah, well, so, yeah, yeah uh, you're, you're the lead. He, Go for it. Uh, my character, who I'm going to name... Uh, I'm gonna go just with Crowbar because that's Crowbar. like a good that's a good wrestle it. name. Mm -hmm. Crowbar is just like, hey kid, you you pick the right people. We've been doing this a long time. We've been doing this a long time, and let me tell you, uh, touch the tower. All right, if me, thou speakst. Let me tell you, uh, this guy, is best in the biz. <laughs> he knows his stuff. <laughs> Any questions? You ask him. You don't ask me. Are you revealing something? I am revealing my deep personal respect for you as a performer <laughs> i think that's um i think that's pretty direct i think it was yeah so just mark that off and, mark and pull. That off. 
Mark that off and make a poll. Uh, this one right here. No, let's see. Oh, that one's that one's that one's coming right out. Uh, 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 uh. <sighs> the tower was moving <laughs> already. Scene one. Scene one. Okay. Okay. Good job. Yeah. Excellent. My move. Your move. So, oh, I I'll think of a name for my guy soon uh, when it comes to me. But right now he just he smirks. Mm-hmm. And he looks away from you, and he rolls his eyes, and he runs one hand through his beautiful, shining golden locks. That's real good. That's real good. <laughs> is that a pull or is that not a pull? Not a pull. Okay. It's just um, describing my character's movements. Okay. Um, yeah, I think I, uh, I kind of having having said, you know, tell him and not me. I lean back and I put my sunglasses over my eyes and I very showily, I very showily like kick back and fall asleep. But like, I'm like snoring, but I'm not, you know, obviously I'm not actually sleeping. I'm just doing it to be to, you know, to mess with the new kid a little bit. Aww. I'm going to touch the lead unintentionally. Okay. So, uh, you're just like sleeping beside mm-hmm. me, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I lean forward, and you know I'm kind of like, you know, sitting like mm-hmm. a sitting like a big muscular man whose yeah, thighs are right. probably enormous, uh, and my thigh is against your thigh, and I notice. Yeah. But I'm just sitting normally, so I can ignore it. Right. That's sure. fine. That's fine. Yeah. So I'm just sitting. Like, whatever. Just sitting. You're not even whatever. It's fine. So I lean forward and my, my hands are, are together and, uh, and I start talking to this kid and, and telling him and about how it's, it's different than in mm-hmm. the amateurs and, you know, we I do things a little bit differently, et cetera. Is, that is speak. It's, it's not dialogue though. Okay, I'm just describing no, what I'm that's, saying. That's fair. Cause I don't want to get into me and this guy. That's fair. I want to talk about me and you. All right. <laughs> but I do have to pull because I am to touching you, you right now. Touching. I am escalating the intimacy. Bing. Very good. Very, very good. Okay, your turn. Uh, let's see. Um, we the the bus goes for a while, and the sun like start like kind of sets in rapid motion. Mm. We watch it. We watch it set, and it's a it's a very long forested highway sort of a turnpike where it's just sort of a two-lane road for miles and miles and we're just kind of going and you get that really beautiful hum of the bus as there's just nothing around so it's just all you're hearing is the motor everyone is kind of like drifting and uh the crowbar kind of spreads out a little bit kind of leans you know leans forward this way and kind of kicks his legs yeah. makes a very loud chair noise <laughs> and kicks his legs into the aisle and kind of like leans against uh leans against your side a little bit and it's just like you know gets, what gets Whoa. comfortable gets comfortable Whoa. that was intentional buddy very intentional <laughs> <laughs> i'm sure i keep things subtle here this is we're going this is, we're this going is, through I'm the just, roof i'm just I'm sleeping. I'm getting comfortable on the bus. There is nothing. There's nothing else happening here. You know these uh, these kinds of seats are not built for people as big and muscular as us. They are not under any circumstances. Mark. Oh yes. No, I already. Oh uh, yeah, I already marked it. Okay. Good. Okay. Good. Um, so you remove. He's continuing to explain things to the kid, but as soon as you do that, 
he just kind of stops talking for a second. And then you hear the rookie being like, uh, champ, champ. And he shakes his head and, and looks up and says, uh, yeah, yeah, no, you'll, you'll get to know people surprisingly quickly. Mm-hmm. End of scene. Oh, that's good. Very good. That's such a good scene. Oh, I'm loving it. That's really nice. I love it. It's very tender. Okay, flip the scene card. Uh, Scene two. A little embarrassment. Ooh. A little embarrassment. Okay, so let's let's brainstorm. Um, That was a nice scene traveling between shows. Do we want to do like a backstage? I think backstage is good. Okay. Uh, Maybe backstage after the show. Okay, sure, yeah. Maybe something, maybe something, maybe the, 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 the uh the touchdown or the inciting incident is that something embarrassing happened in the ring like there was mm-hmm. a mistake made that would just looked foolish right right and so like then maybe that's maybe that's where we're starting does that work for you yeah sure sure yeah so like one of us went for a body slam and like just kind of like like they just slipped out of it because it was bungled yeah it. yeah and the crowd laughed and we're kind of walking backstage after what was supposed to be a pretty seamless match. It was through, we had to, we had to address this very silly thing that happened. Okay. Yeah. So uh, the scene starts and I am red in the face because I was the, I bungled the body slam and I'm red in the face and I'm not talking to anybody. And uh, the rookie who is named Jack rabbit, mm-hmm. cause that's a good, it's a good name for a rookie. <laughs> It like comes to ask a question about like how we handled it, and I just shove him aside, and I'm like, no, I don't want to talk about this right now. Whoa. Yeah, I'm not in. I'm not in the mood to discuss this. Damn, just shutting him down. Uh, oh man, ice cold. Okay, uh, so we're we're walking backstage, and I'm going to. I'm trying to think of a way to reveal a little bit of that I am embarrassed um, because I think it, for you, it's just written all over your face. Right. Should I actually make that pull? No. Okay. Oh, wait, d- why? For what? Because for revealing that I was embarrassed about the, that. Oh happened. no, it's just, okay. it's just you. That's all just, right. yeah, it just is. Um, so yeah, for you, it's just like written all over your face and that's how we start the scene. For me, I think I've been holding up my head as mm-hmm. this sort of like, like, you know, you win some, you lose some look right. on my face of like stoicism. Mm-hmm. It's very noble. It's very, it's that sense <laughs> of nobility. <laughs> That's exactly what I'm feeling on. Uh, but I, I look at you and I sort of like nod my head like this up towards you. And I say, I leave the kid alone, but it's not my usual voice. Mm-hmm. Like it's not the voice that I have backstage. It's just a little bit weaker. Mm-hmm. And you can tell that I'm, like, really bothered by what happened out there. So that's my, okay. my unintentional reveal. And I, going for, going for a very intentional uh, touching, I come up and I throw my hand around your shoulder. And I'm like, hey, look, it was my bad. I know, I, I know, you're, I know you're bummed. It was my bad. I, I, bung, I botched it. I made, the, I made the mistake. It's on me. Don't worry about it. You don't- Touch the tower if you're going right. to talk to me like this. It was like on me. This. It was my bad. I made the mistake. You don't have anything to worry about. You were flawless. You're fine. Don't worry about it. Anybody catches heat from this, it'll, it'll be me. You're fine. Great. Okay, pull, pull, pull. All right. Oh, the tower is already... <laughs> the tower is already very... There's very little movement in these bricks. 
Oh. There's always something. Until there isn't anymore. Until there absolutely is not. <laughs> All right. <sighs> okay. Okay. Mark your sheet. Mark the down. I'm going to use my once per game move. Okay. I'm going to touch you intentionally right now. So you have your arm around me yep. and you're just saying these sort of like platitudes mm-hmm. about how it's all your fault and it's not my fault at all. Mm-hmm. And I turn around and I push you against the wall oh. Oh. and our fa- our faces are like two inches away from each oh. other. Oh. And, and I say, no, I'm in control of what happens out there. That's Okay. And I, and then we're like that for a second and there's a beat of silence like mm-hmm. that. And then I, I push your shoulder again and I back up and then I look like maybe I'm almost going to apologize. You know, you can mm-hmm. see some regret in my face, but I don't. And I walk away. Oh no. Like I start walking away from you. Oh no. And I, I, the, the crowd there's a crowd of wrestlers that have formed, you know, partially because they expect a fight and they expect to pull it apart. <laughs> and like, you know, they expect to be able to be like, yeah, I saw a fight backstage. It was great. Right. And we're, they're just watching this tense moment. And so even as you try to walk away, I think there's like, you have to probably like push through people mm-hmm. or like people have to move around you. So there's yeah, just yeah. This maybe added, they just like part. Yeah. There's this added sense of like, Oh, of like acknowledging that you are doing a thing. Cause it would be easier. I think to not walk away because there are people, oh. but that you have made the choice to walk away. Like is yeah. even more pointed. Oh, that's great. It's that's really great good. detail. Uh, so I, I walk through them. I mm-hmm. part those boys like the red sea and then I, I turn to go into the, to the, like, whatever we have for a change room mm-hmm. or whatever. And I stop and I put my hand on the, on the door frame. And I actually turn back to you for a second and look at you. And I, I sit there on the wall for a moment, like, at first trying to process. And then, you know, my face kind of scowls a little bit. And uh, I push through the crowd. I do not, they do not part from me. I push through <laughs> them. And I say, hey, if you think that you're making all the calls out there, you're mistaken. This is a two-person dance. You cannot take full, you cannot take full responsibility. Whoa. Whoa. He looks at you and he goes from like kind of pained and regretful, like back to you mm-hmm. see that, that flash of like embarrassed, frustrated anger. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and his face, and and you see his hand on the door frame even like clutch for a second, and he says, "You don't know this business." It's not the thing to say. I know, right? I'm just cutting you so deep. And he says, "Look, you're embarrassed. I get that. I'm embarrassed too. This is. You think I'm happy messing things up? You think I'm happy making these mistakes? I work so hard, and they, uh, that was a rookie move." I'm going to throw a look to Jackrabbit. <laughs> and I say, like, but it happened, and we can't just pretend it didn't happen. Whoa. We to, like, <laughs> we can either dwell on this or move on. And I'm ready to move on. He doesn't even say anything. He walks into the, into the mm-hmm. change room and just walks away from you. End of scene. Oh, oh painful. <laughs> All right. What's your guy's name again? Crowbar. Crowbar's very emotionally intelligent. <laughs> he's, you know, he he's an act. I think he's an he's an actor first, right? He sees this as an acting gig. Oh, this is no gig. This is no gig this to gig. to champ. This, this is, no is his whole champ. life. Yeah. 
Champ is also very good, especially if you're not necessarily holding a title. Yeah, and they just I'm call just, you Champ. I'm just Champ. <laughs> oh, Champ is good. Okay. Uh, scene three: Finding Common Ground. Okay. All right. All right. Nice. Maybe we can like cool things down between yeah. the two of them a little bit. Uh, this is at a steakhouse later that night. Oh, that's great. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, it is the usual spot where a lot of the wrestlers in this particular city like go for dinner after the show. Like mm-hmm. this is where we get dinner, drinks. They give us a really great deal. They give us some discounts. Like people are we, the first thing we see is a uh, is a waiter like carrying two big steins of beer and they drop it off at a table. <laughs> and we see like several waiters carrying the steins of, and yeah. like steaks are being delivered. Mm-hmm. And uh the two of us are sitting alone at a table in complete silence. Oh, okay, there's like multiple tables of wrestlers, and yeah, yeah, we're, okay, perfect, yeah, yeah. Like the the, I think the restaurant is like entirely wrestlers, right? Like every table is like raucous, <laughs> big muscle boys, big muscle boys, <laughs> like just having the just having and and there's an, there's an air of joy of yeah. like of like a show is done, like we mm-hmm. have finished it, we made it through, yeah, and the, we're there in morose silence. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I like that for sure. And, uh, yeah, go for it. First move. Uh, first move. I am going to, I think I'm going to, uh, I think I'm going to make my once a game move. Oh. Unintentionally reveal something. Because I think, um, I have been giving you the same platitudes, like, I've been saying, like, it, it was my bad. I slipped. I didn't have firm footing when I went for the slam. Like, it was my mm-hmm. mistake. Mm-hmm. And I, as I'm saying that, I'm like, like I, I thought I had it. I thought when I watched the tapes of you, I... Never mind. <gasps> it's, don't worry about it. I thought it, I made the mistake. It was my bad. Alex is making a very good face right now. <laughs> and I am going to pull a brick. I'm going to mark my once a, once a game unintentional reveal. That's really good. Man, we're raising the stakes really early on. <gasps> uh, 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 oh, that's shaky. That's not, oh, this is it. Oh. Now the trick here is I'm going to have to pull around. Oh, perfect. Oh. Okay, good, good. <sighs> yeah, your move. <laughs> okay, great. Uh, Champ's response to this mm-hmm. uh, is not to get embarrassed. Okay. He smiles big. And he leans back in his chair, and he he pops a cherry tomato from his ta- his uh, plate into his mouth, and he chomps on it. And you can just you look at this man. You're like he's getting ready to roast you. Oh no! Let the roasting begin. Oh no! I'm not going to be able to handle these roasts. Well, <laughs> you should have ordered the roast beef, my friend, because that's where you're at tonight. Oh, oh no. And I, um, I grab my knife and fork and start really hurriedly, like, <laughs> carving a steak and just, it's good steak. It's good steak. Uh, he leans forward, mm-hmm. uh, like, like, right. like way, way forward uh, on the table and, uh, and takes a sip, uh, of his water and he's like, yeah, research? Yeah. Did you write a book report or something? Or, uh, you know, do you have all my stats memorized? It's like a baseball. We don't really have baseball cards. Do you think we should? Would you? Do you think mine would be worth a lot? And I, uh, 
I flick your nose, just like, just like real like petty childish, like a flick. It's like, back off. And I'm gonna mark off uh, an intentional touch. I am gonna pull this brick. This one right here is. See, it looks like it's loose, but and it's then it's definitely not. Remarkably not. But this one is. This one is moving. Easy. Yeah, okay. We're that good. looks fine and not like a problem. Oof. No, we go. We're, stop, good. Stop. We're good. We're good. We're good. We're good. We're good. We're doing it. Uh, okay, so this you. Is, this is a very good tumbling blockwood tower that we have constructed that will in no way come back to haunt us. <laughs> okay, so. So you just flicked my nose, like, yes. um, so I don't even know where, where to start with that. But he, he shakes his head and he, he stops for a second before he laughs. And he says, he, he really smiles so genuinely and, and just says, you're such a kid, man. <laughs> He eats his piece of steak, and so I'm I'm kind of revealing a little bit, like just just how fond of you I am. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you want to make that pull? Oh shit! <laughs> I can't believe I just tried to get away with that. Oh, that was a, that was a nice, was a nice easy pull. Thank you. Yeah, um, and I kind of I'm like scowling, but I'm that kind of scowling where you see the smile forming right around the edge, mm-hmm. and I'm just kind of like. It's good steak. I'm ending the scene there. That's good. That's a good ending. <laughs> scene four: Hard at work. Okay. Are we training? Are we in the? Are we at oh, the we are, gym? We're absolutely. Oh, in we the are gym. at. We are at the gym. We are at the gym. Ladies and gentlemen, I am pleased to announce that we are at we, the gym. <laughs> I'm excited to announce to the party of one audience that we are at the gym. Okay, so. Um, you are bench pressing. I am spotting. That works. Is that good? Yeah, okay, that works. Go. First move is yours. Uh, first move is I am. I'm just like, oh, I'm being real obnoxious with it. I'm like screaming like, ten, nine, ten. Ugh! And I'm like, you know, stop. <laughs> like I put the thing back and I like do a little tiny flex. And I'm like, oh. yeah. Oh. oh, all right. <laughs> ten second break. Ten second break. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, and I am, I'm going to quote our favorite uh, bodybuilding documentary mm-hmm. that we have watched together before. Sure. Uh, as I smirk at you and uh, put on my serious Arnold Schwarzenegger <laughs> face and say, let's get serious. And I... I go to grab the weights as you say that, but you saying that, like, I stop and snicker, <laughs> and I have to, like, put my hand, like, I I stop myself from grabbing the weights and, like, dropping them, because I'm just like, you you can't, you can't say that, like, not while I'm about to, this, you know this is, da- you know this is dangerous. <laughs> uh, and I say... You're right. You're right, man. And in fact, I kind of grab the bar from you as you're chuckling because you've got massive weights on there. Right. So I kind of grab the bar from you, but you're holding it in like a like an Olympic Mm -hmm. lift. Um, And uh, so I'm just putting my hands on either side of your hands. But of course, our hands are just touching touching ever so slightly just on the 
outside of each other's palms. So let me just, we're on scene four. Mm -hmm. Jeez, I got to do these pull moves more. Or we're not going to have very many. Um, okay. Don't worry. I've been pulling like, pulling like wild. Just every single turn. Yeah. Someone's got their eyes on the prize. Okay. I had to wait because it was wobbling. And, <laughs> uh, okay. And I, I kind of uh, smirk. Like I smirk as I lift the weights away from you. And I'm like, I kind of do a few reps a little faster than is probably like recommended. Or oh, like so you're, you're doing like a, like a curl like this with a, um, or maybe, yeah, either way, yeah, I yeah, think like either, a whether, whether it's a, whether it's a standing curl, I really, or a, uh, can we, can we just retroactively say yes, that I'm helping this, you with your standing curls? Because yeah. that means that we're standing face to face <laughs> yep. and I'm holding the bar in case. Oh my God. Yes. Wow. All right. And good. I'm doing them a little faster than is like safe or recommended mm -hmm. just to show off a little bit. <laughs> That is a good description of your, of your movements. Mm -hmm. Um, so when you're spotting someone, you can kind of like put a finger on, on mm -hmm. the, like underneath the bar to just take off that like 0.5% right. of the weight to help them get through. Um, or if you want to, you can put your hands on top of the bar and do a little push down. Oh. So that's what I'm doing. I actually, I am looking directly in your eyes and I am putting my hands on top of the bar and giving you a little push down just to that's make it 0.5% so more that's difficult. That's so good. And I've got a big smile on my that's face. That's so good. <laughs> oh no. Um, and I am... I'm going to describe a detail and it's an important detail. And I realized that last time and I was like, I need to save this for a move because it deserves a move all on its own mm -hmm. is that I am not wearing a shirt right now. <laughs> <laughs> Just, I want that detail established. I'm, I'll save mine for my turn, but I, I have a good response. It's that like, yeah, I am not wearing a shirt. I am wearing a thin chain. <laughs> I have a th no. razor thin chain. No. And Zubas. <laughs> Oh boy. Yeah. I would like to describe a detail about our environment. I am wearing one of those onesies, like yep. one of the like Olympic lifting onesies. <laughs> oh no. Because I'm not really as much of a bodybuilder. I'm more of a weightlifter. Right. I think, okay. And I think I, uh, I think as I see you pushing down and I, I kind of like give, I can give your whole body like a once over with my <laughs> eyes. I'm like, I'm like, did your grandfather teach you that one when he gave you that onesie? <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I don't see you roast the, the other player on, I'm, I'm, on the list of moves. I feel like it's apparently one that we need to add because it's a big move in this game. <laughs> uh, yeah, when you burn. Um, when you viciously dunk. <laughs> Well, there's the mechanic. We have to slam dunk a basketball and hope that our movements don't knock over the tower. <laughs> it's like a tiny little wooden basketball thing. Uh, so he just responds by pushing down harder and grinning even harder. Oh. And he leans towards you a little bit. No amount of your verbal dunking can take the power away from him in this situation. And he, um, he, uh, he pulls up... He does a curl, kind of like, he does another one of these showy, quick curls. Mm -hmm. But in doing it, he kind of intentionally, like, 
pushes you off of the off of the the barbell a little bit. Mm, like you're sort of grabbing it away. Yeah, I pull yeah, it yeah. away, and I kind of like um, as I do that, I, I sort of ever so slightly uh, belly check you with my, <laughs> oh my kind of like push you away a little bit. Like <laughs> get out of here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I can't really use my arms, so I'm kind of just like the next best thing. <laughs> And like I kind of, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna stomach check you Good with job. these abs. <laughs> that's gonna be a that's an intentional touching. Who is who you are? Oh, you are you are coming right off. Here we go. And oh, okay. Let me. Okay, we're good. And he he takes two steps back. And he says, oh, good idea to start incorporating your shoulders. You, you really need to work on your delts. <sighs> the dunking move. The dunking move. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. I didn't even do a move. Um, just, uh, but I'm going to reveal something unintentionally at okay. the same time as I'm saying that. Uh, because... I say you you really need to work on your delts. I'm looking at your shoulders, mm-hmm. but the problem is my eyes kind of keep going mm-hmm. down all the way to your ankles and then mm-hmm. go back up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, let me pull. <gasps> mm-hmm. Oh my god! Mm-hmm. Oh my god! <sighs> okay. okay, okay. Uh, and I I scoff at you just the loudest scoff as I do my last rep and I put the, the I put the weights back on the little hook. Mm-hmm. I scoff at you and I say, these delts won me a fitness award a few years. In fact, don't you dare talk about my delts. <laughs> Revealing intentionally that I am very, I am, and not only am I, am I like, am I very built, I'm very proud yeah, of the very fact that I'm vain. Built. Yeah, very vain, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Oh no, oh no. Oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. Oh no. Okay, whoa. That's close. Oh. Okay. All right. Okay. <gasps> oh, I hate this. Oh, I hate this. Okay, oh, we're good. Okay. Oh, it's over. <laughs> Do not touch the table. And not just for regular podcasting reasons. Right. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh so so you say that and uh I want to say something about a beauty contest. <laughs> um, I'm going to move. So he he chuckles. He tears his eyes away from you mm-hmm. and walks over to the squat rack. Ta- <laughs> Again, this is not good audio, but he uh, he takes takes the bar out and can actually rest it mm-hmm. on his chest here, and and he says, "Don't worry." You'll nail Miss America next year. And he does a squat. End of scene. End of scene. I love it. I love it a whole lot. Oh, no. Oh, no. Scene five is close, quiet, and alone. Close, quiet, and alone. I feel like we were just close, quiet, and alone. Well, there could have been lots of other people in that gym. Oh, no. All right. So. Where do we think scene five is? Yeah. Where would we be alone? Um, Were we given the same hotel room? Oh, for sure. Because I think we have to book our own. We, like, book a lot of our own travel. Oh, wow. And we're, like, you know. Yeah. So we, we bunk, like, we, we crash together sometimes. Oh, my save God. Save money. That's fucking dangerous. It's dangerous territory. 
but we're living dangerously. That's the wrestler life. <laughs> okay, so we got a hotel room, and uh, we were supposed to get... Oh, can I do this to you? Please. We were supposed to get two double beds, but oh. we just got a oh, king no. bed. Oh, yes. <laughs> I'm What's, sorry. We well, might as well be like pretend married. Like it's so bad and tropey. Here's the here's the thing. What I need to make a confession to you right now. Okay, talk to me. I did not at any point in my mind picture two beds. <laughs> in my mind, it was so assumed that it was a king sized single bed. So yes, I think we can go with that. Yeah, no, absolutely. I think that's great. <laughs> Okay, I love that we're on the same wavelength. Yeah. Uh, good. So they have gotten to their room and they have they, well, they've already called down to the mm-hmm. front desk and they can't change them. There's no nothing else available. Blah blah blah. Uh, I throw my bag. I like football throw my bag because they know there's nothing valuable in it. There's a couple <laughs> pair of Zubas and like a <laughs> some old T-shirts. I, th- I football throw it and I'm like, you got you got the window seat and I like hop onto the bed on like the side away from like the hotel window right so i like hop over i hop over half of the bed and i like (laughs) crash down in a lounge position i throw my hands up behind my head and i'm just like all right i'm i'm claiming first spot (laughs) showing off your biceps too i am also showing off my biceps maybe a little bit that counts as revealing oh no are you revealing your biceps maybe a little bit Maybe a little bit. Maybe it's a little bit like I kind of flex a little bit when I do it. <laughs> Pull. Yeah, I think that. I was going to see if there was a way to make it unintentional, but yeah, I think I just kind of like... You could be doing it I intentionally. Show it, I show off a little bit. I'm this a little is a little bit... show of force. I mean, you are claiming first spot, so there's a kind of... Uh... This, one's, this one's moving. Oh, <gasps> I, gotta, I gotta go... Oh, okay. Oh, okay, good pull, good pull. Good pull, good pull. Ooh, that's top heavy. That's real top heavy. Oh dear, oh dear, oh, no. oh dear, okay. oh dear. Okay, what? Wait. Let it settle. All right, it settled. Okay, it took a second, but we're good. Okay. I'm going to. Uh, I, I want. I want there to be something like fine, but I get blank, or something like that. Is um, it? Is it the mini bar? Is there something in the minibar that you want? want. Is there a Toblerone in the minibar? No, I'm... I throw a pillow at you, and I'm like, nice try, dingus, but you're getting the couch. You're getting the sofa bed. Yeah, there's not even a sofa bed. There's like a shitty couch that like is way too small for like a 300-pound bodybuilder. Yep. But that's what I say. And I, uh, I, <laughs> you throw it and it hits me in such a way and I'm sort of distracted showing off a little bit that it just knocks me cold off the bed. <laughs> and I'm just like on the floor laughing hysterically. <laughs> like just the, the, the goofiest laugh. Maybe not even a laugh that you've heard ever, if not, if at least recently. <laughs> it's a very reserved laugh. <laughs> That's great. You're off the bed. Mm-hmm. It's mine now, chump. So he uh, hops onto the bed and just like, just makes himself super comfortable as though he was, he, and, and he says out loud, 
well, I'm the only one here, so this is completely my bed, and it's entirely mine, and there will be no claims to the contrary. I uh, stand up, rubbing the back of my neck, like, <laughs> like half grumbling, but like playfully grumbling, and I'm like, well, if you're getting the bed, you're also getting room service. <laughs> oh my god, I can't handle this. <laughs> this is good. This is good. <laughs> And I, I think I also go for the phone as I'm saying that, like already getting ready to call room service. You know what? Uh, I'm going to reveal something personal unintentionally. All right. Uh, like you do that and he gets that. He, and he says, well, hey, 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 seriously, man, don't. Um, like he, get, he kind mm-hmm. of like is not joking anymore when you do that. Oh. Like he's obviously not doing super well financially. Oh no. Yeah. So the it's, the tone of the room kind of changes. It, yeah, there's definitely like a moment of quiet where I'm like and I'm going to make you make this pull but I'm going to touch the towel because we're talking. Don't rest your hand on the towel on the table. You oh. have to touch oh, no. it. Oh, I mean, you no. don't have to move your hand, but Oh, I thought I had to move my oh, hand. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I thought you were just being illustrative. <laughs> oh no, I thought you can, that was... you can touch the tower however you want. You can like oh. grasp one one thing here or Leave it here. Okay. Oh, okay. Rest it on the top. All right. I should really stop touching it. Uh, but uh, yeah, you can touch it however you want. I touch it, and I kind of put the phone down, and I say, "Um, okay, it was just a, it was a joke, man. It's just a joke." And he sort of tries to act like it's no big deal, and he kind of like very like half-heartedly throws mm-hmm. a pillow at you again, and uh, like just like kind of tosses it off the bed. You know, like hotels mm-hmm. that have like way too many pillows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he just kind of like, like every hotel room ever. <laughs> He just like kind of half-heartedly tosses it across the room, and he's like, he's like, yeah, don't worry about it, man. And I, um, I kind of, I think there's too long of a moment of silence between the two of them, and he kind of uh, crowbar kind of like just kind of like settles on the couch, grabs like the TV guide, and is just kind of like trying to move past this moment. And just trying to like give Champ the space that he he needs, and is like conscious, very like specifically, mm. but maybe periodically he kind of looks up a little bit and looks mm. back down. I think um, I think Champ kind of feels like he like ruined the moment. <laughs> you know, he didn't do it right. He let his concerns about other stuff get in the way. I'm going to reveal something personal intentionally. Okay. I, uh, he's laying on the bed and he's looking at the ceiling and, uh, and he says, Cynthia, my ex-wife, like my, say, you know, that he mm-hmm. has his ex-wife. Yeah, Cynthia. Yeah. And he's like, Cynthia, my ex, you know, I, I lent her a bunch of money. It was really dumb. <laughs> and. Oh, Jesus. Okay. Oh. Hmm. Have you considered that, in fact, this game is a nightmare and I hate it? <laughs> we sit down and you're like, I'm so, I'm so excited. And then by scene five, you're like, I'm in hell. This is... Oh, okay. And um, I'm going to reveal something personal intentionally. And he kind of... Crowbar kind of like gets up, sits on the foot of the bed and says, I don't know why... I don't know why you do that. Like, you're not you don't owe her anything anymore. Like you, you don't owe her anything anymore. You don't have to like, I mean, this is your livelihood. Like you put your body on the line for this. You don't have to give that money away 
frivolously. I, I guess I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. And he kind of like trails off. <laughs> oh God. Uh, no, these two, that is a, oh, oh, oh my no, God. Oh no. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. No, that's perfect. This is, <laughs> this is extremely. Oh, okay. Not that one. Not, not that one. Not that one. No. <laughs> And there goes the tower. <laughs> Look, I had no other options. <laughs> okay. All right. How do you act on your feelings? What does that look like for you? Um, so, so all that defines acting on your feelings is that whatever has been unacknowledged and unspoken is now unavoidable and known and established. We can, there's a, some point that we can never go back from. I know exactly what it is. I don't have, there's not a moment of hesitation as he says, like, I don't know. I don't know. It's, it's, it's what I love about you. <gasps> oh, and it's just nice. all, and it's there. It's, it's all it's in so that. quiet. It's such a quiet, like, like whispered admission. And it's just oh. also the most deafening loud thing. Oh, and there's just all that unspoken, everything that was hidden under yep. roasting and chiding and, so a gameplay question. Do I still mark that move if it knocked over the tower or not? You do. Okay. Okay. So cool. let's look at our friend, the epilogue table. Let's look at our friend, the epilogue table. And then we will get to narrate our epilogue. Yeah. So can you please add up the number of check marks on one, your... One, two, three, thing? four, five... That is one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. And I have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. So how much is that? Fifteen. Fifteen. 15 to 16 represents an uneasy intimacy. Oh, okay. So, do you, like, do you, like, what happens to them? What happens? what happens to them that night and what happens to them after? Um, I mean, we can, we can tell whatever kind of epilogue we want, like, whether it's their whole relationship or whether it's just a few moments, whatever is satisfying to uh, us. I can tell you immediately, I think, Crowbar sleeps on the couch. Oh. Like... And then uh, I'm going to ask you the question of, like, does Champ invite him into the bed or does he spend the whole night on the couch? Oh, yeah. I think that night they go to bed with him on the couch, which is, like, stupid. Mm-hmm. And and then I think it's one of those things that's, like, that's like 1 a.m. Mm-hmm. He's, cl- like, he's clearly not. They're clearly not sleeping. Yeah. And he's, like, he's, like, just come to bed. And, they, and he does. Yeah. So they have that night. Yeah. But it's, like. This is, mm-hmm. yeah, and it's bad. And it, I mean, do you think it, do you think it affects their career? Do you think it, it does affect their dynamic? I think, I think it, it does. I think it definitely does. Yeah. But I don't know if it affects it in a bad way. Oh. I think, because I almost think the fact, I almost think that like it change, it definitely changes their dynamic. And I think that like, reporters after the fact will know like critics will note after the fact that like the tone of their like promos against each other changed mm. and they took on like a personal air mm. in a way that is tense and it's like not they're like <laughs> they're like i think i think a lot yeah. of people i think some people are like it just it 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 started to feel different it started to feel different right after that one rumble in the yeah. whatever you know, they had this totally different relationship. They took it in a different direction. Mm-hmm. And some people really liked the some new and they thought, oh, it's subtle. It's like yeah. kind of nuanced now. And other people were like, no, I miss the old like intensity. Yeah. And, and, oh, 
And I think, yeah, and I think, but I think, I think largely they're, if it's an uneasy intimacy, largely their careers and their performances are unchanged. It's just sometimes there's a line here or there and, mm. oh, well, I know what it is. There's definitely a line here or there that you can see visible hurt on one of their faces. Yeah. And that's what the crowd is like. What some people are like, it feels like they're getting personal with it. And some people are like, I really love it. It's like yeah. a whole different layer. And some people are like, it that seems wrong. Yeah. It doesn't yeah. sit well with me. And, and I, okay, great. Let's have our epilogue be what happens to them in the ring and mm-hmm. leave their relationship out of the ring. Up, Perfect. Up to the mystery. That's the game. And that's game. Thank you that's, so much thank for you. playing this with me. Thank you. This was wonderful. Oh my gosh. Dang, this was very, very oh, good. Oh, wow, that was really, really awesome. <laughs> yes. Oh my goodness, that was excellent. Oh, I loved that so much. Alex, thank so you for precious. coming. Thank you for coming back on Party of One. This was a oh, blast. I'm really, really glad that I could. It was oh, great. This worked out so nicely. I'm so happy with it. <sighs> so, uh, real quick, uh, yeah. where can people find you and your work and stuff about Starcrossed online? Uh, well, depending on where this, when this comes out, uh, we're going to be on Kickstarter in April. So you can search Kickstarter for Starcrossed. Um, and you can find my personal work at helloalexroberts.com. If you're a Twitter person, you can find me there at Muscular Pikachu. If you want to find more information about the game specifically, you can go to bullypulpitgames.com. I think that's everything. Oh, and go to oneshotpodcast.com and listen to backstory. I would like that. Excellent. 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 Thank you so much for coming on the show. This was a (laughs) delight. And I am going to throw it over to me in the future so that he can wrap up with the show. Take a future me. Thanks, past me. And thanks again to Alex for coming on to the show. That game was uh, amazing. I, I am in love with how that game played out. If you haven't already, you should go back Starcrossed on Kickstarter because it's an amazing game. I love it to death and cannot recommend it enough. You can find more information about that in the show notes. You should also check out Backstory. It is such a good podcast with some truly amazing interviews. You can find that as well in the show notes. Finally, make sure you follow Alex on Twitter at Muscular Pikachu. Then while you're on Twitter, you can follow us at Party of One Pod. Then like the show on Facebook at facebook.com slash partyofonepodcast. Join our Discord at bit.ly slash partyofonediscord. And if you enjoy the show, consider backing us on Patreon at patreon.com slash partyofonepodcast. Patreon backers get access to bonus material, mini podcasts, and interviews. And Patreon dollars help pay for hosting fees, equipment costs, convention appearances, new games for the show, and all the other things that keep the lights on. You can also consider a nice uh, iTunes review, a social media shout-out, or a word-of-mouth recommendation. All of those things help new listeners find the show, which helps us do bigger, better, and cooler things. If you want to hear more from me, you should consider checking out All My Fantasy Children, the character creation, storytelling, and world-building podcast powered by your listener prompts, hosted by me and my best friend, Aaron Catano Saez. You can find that at allmyfantasychildren.com. Party of One is produced and edited by Jeff Stormer and Jen Frank. All music for the show comes from the song Infinite Lives by Megaran featuring the D&D Sluggers. If you're interested in coming on to the show, whether you are a podcaster, game designer, professional wrestler, comedian, actor, musician, or you just love a good role-playing game, you should email me at partyofonepodcast at gmail.com. And that's it for me. Thank you so much for listening. Remember to fight the forces of fascism every single day. Remember that self-love and self-care are radical and defiant acts of resistance. And as always, party on, everybody.